Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Right, Monday morning, and we know what happened on Sunday. The videos, the pictures, the tweets, the TikToks, the, the Instagram posts. It was just, as I said, biblical. And it came down in about an hour and a half or two hours. Uh, it choked it. I read a statistic last evening. Fergal found a statistic. They had 50-something millimetres of rain at Cork Airport's you know, weather observation station yesterday between midday and 6 p.m., which is more than fell during Ophelia. Like, that's some level of rain. Now, this was no Ophelia yesterday, but it was some level of rain. But although, watch the date, because five years ago today, this very day, we were sitting here with the window of Studio One practically being blown in on top of us. We stayed on the air that day till 2 o'clock. Do you remember? Uh, the city was nearly lifted from the planet, from the surface of the planet by Hurricane Ophelia. Now, thankfully, nothing like that uh, happened yesterday. One man charged with keeping it all going yesterday and will be doing the mop-up of it. And the debrief this morning is David Joyce, who is uh, the head of operations for these things at Cork City Council. David, it's not lost on any of us that this rain and wind came five years to the day since we were warned of the arrival of Ophelia. Thankfully, nothing like that, but bad enough. Good morning. Morning, PJ. Morning to your listeners. Yes, as you know, um, yesterday um, there was a yellow rain warning had been issued by Met Aaron for Cork um, for very, very heavy and intense rain. And unfortunately, the predictions came true and there was very, very heavy and intense local rain showers right across the city for a number of hours yesterday afternoon. Given the quantum of rain that fell, the, the, the sheer volume that was falling out of the sky, there was some significant localised flooding issues right across the city in different parts of the city. Mm. Um, most of, the, of those incidents cleared up very, very quickly when the intense rain dissipated. Yeah. Uh, so within 15 minutes... I saw uh, roads that were under six inches of water. Within 15 minutes, they were bo- almost bone dry. Uh, yeah. And the, the, the drainage system had was able to quickly dissipate the water off the, the roads. There was a lot of very dramatic video around on social media. I'm sure you saw it. There was, and some of them probably was put up by myself as well. And some of my crews were out through this in, in, in entire event. Uh, there was a number of very, very significant localised issues. For example, the South City Link Road, uh, 
the N40 South Ring Road, uh, Blackpool, and we've all seen some of those videos of North Mall as well. So very, very intense localised issues. Yeah. The South Ring Road, South Link Road uh, lasted quite a long time. It took a long time for the water to dissipate, but obviously it did, and those roads opened up again. In what state were the drains, David? It's the time of year when weather is changing and leaves are falling off the trees. They can block drains. In what state of readiness were the drains that you know of? We, we, we have a drain cleaning program, and obviously in head of rains, we go out and we do clean gullies. I suppose the big issue, as you said, is this is the time of year that the leaves come off the trees, and heavy rain will actually knock leaves off the trees as well. So a gully that might have been perfectly clean and clear 10 minutes ago could get bunged up quite quickly with the quantum of rain and debris, and I saw branches, I saw quite a lot of, of other material being washed into these drains, which unfortunately may have caused some of them to, to slow down or clog up. But obviously we had response crews out going around the city to all these locations as soon as they reported to us, unclogging those drains. But I think it's important to note as well that just the sheer quantum of rain that was falling was overwhelming the system yeah. in some locations without any blockages. Just the amount and volume of water trying to get off the, the roads, the streets, the footpaths, the green areas was quite substantial. David, how much better is our streetscape at dealing with this rainfall than it was 10 years ago? Well, I think you know, there's a, there was a lot of work done with, say, for example, the main drainage, which separated the foul and the storm networks, which obviously was a big improvement in the 90s into the early 2000s. I think going forward as a city, we need to look at things like SUDS, sustainable urban drainage, to address some of these types of issues. And that's one of the things that most certainly the City Council is looking at. And if you take a recently adopted city development plan, you will see natural flood management and SUDS type solutions being front and forth and centre in that particular document. Had you much, lastly, had you most much report of uh, property damage uh, last evening? We, we haven't, as I say, most of the water was contained on the roads. I'm not saying there's no property damage. We are aware of a small number of houses that may have been affected, but obviously it's going to be throughout today and into tomorrow before we start understanding the quantum of that as people contact us and we start engaging directly with people. So I haven't had any major reports at this point in time, okay. but I'm sure there will be some property damage over the next number of days reported to us. And today, I guess it's about debriefing and finding out the full extent of what has happened. Exactly, and understanding what, what, what was done, what the response was, and, and, and not trying to understand what, if any, damage is done across the city. David, here's hoping that on this subject at least, we won't be talking too often over the next few months. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, PJ. David Joyce from Cork City Council. I asked David about uh, the drains and his responses along the lines of, well, we were cleaning them in preparation. Kate, you reckon they should be working harder on the drains, yeah? Morning. Yeah, they, they should be doing it all the time in the winter because when we were growing up, there was always somebody doing the gullies at the side of the road yes. and doing the drains. And we wanted to do a drain in our park. And they said, no, don't go at that now because we have a special thing for lifting that and unscrewing it and we'll do it. But they, like nobody came up. But it's, they, they're not doing them because I, if you go around Carrick Line, you can see a load of the, the yeah. stuff is blocked and it's a bit of brass and everything around them. So they need to be done for the whole winter. We're totally ill-prepared for any emergency. Something totally people were calling us here, Kate, this morning and yesterday evening mm. to say that up on the north side of the city, water was flowing freely down the roads and not going into the drains at all. Did you see the match yesterday? There was waves where people weren't sitting. There was waves coming down over the, over the uh, seats. Yeah. Yeah. Waves, literally. No, we're, we're totally prepared. And climate change, we need to be more organised for it. Yeah.
Definitely, we're not doing it here. All right, Kate, thank you. 0818969696. PJ, that wasn't leaves. I was stuck in traffic for over an hour. I would say sludge is blocking the drains, not leaves. Yeah, sludge and muck and dirt and silt and filt. And one point that was being made this morning was there was a time when council workers were out on a Saturday and out on a Sunday. And if this weather warning had come in, then they'd have been out on a Sunday morning cleaning up even more, preparing the drains, because there is no reason why some of the video, particularly from the north side of the city yesterday, had gush, just water gushing freely down roads and lanes and and streets and not just skirting over the drains as if they weren't even there. You'd have to ask the question how much preparation was was going was going on. One man who, again, also caught in the middle of it, out and about all evening with his crew, second officer at Cork City Fire Brigade, Victor Shine. Victor, it was over quickly, but it was bad when it happened. Morning. Good morning to you. Um, yeah, torrential rain downpours uh, throughout that period of time, three hours or so. Overwhelmed all the, the systems. It was phenomenal. I was watching the rain running down the sides of hills like a river out onto the roads, bringing debris and obviously overwhelming the drains that were there. So we had crews out all over the city uh, supplying flood sacks in some areas, preventing water going into properties, into houses, into premises and so on. So it was extraordinary. What kind of things do do you do in a situation like that, Victor? I mean, there isn't a fire as such. So what? Is it pumping gear? What do you bring to the party, as it were? Yeah, so obviously we're trying to prevent water going into the properties um, because of even traffic driving by in the, the deeper water causing waves and pushing water under pressure in on the doors and causing damage to properties, um, you know, both commercial and residential. Uh, other issues were uh, water in electrics, uh, water coming down through houses due to the torrents of rain coming in through um you know, buildings and so on. Mm. And uh, people being trapped in cars. So uh, people trapped in cars were one of the biggest things we were uh, dealing with yesterday. People driving through the deeper water, getting mm. stranded and, um, you know, getting into situations they can't get out of. So we were rescuing yeah. people out of quite a significant number of cars. And uh, we had one lady that we had to take out of a house out in the Black Ash area. Yeah, I read about that. that of course, that's is that area just a little bit below the road level so it it, it it gets flooded very easily yeah there's a bit of a hollow there and uh, due to the significant quantity of water the water had nowhere to go and it just built up significantly and uh, uh, we had to bring in the coast guard uh, crews from um, Crosshaven and the old head of Kinsale Crikey. in to uh, assist that lady out crikey yeah. wow yeah. that's dramatic that's uh, fright- frightening for her I assume she's alright Oh, yeah, she was uh, uh, taken to care, actually, of family members. So she had to just be taken out the, the driveway into the into the property. So once she was out and handed over to family members, she was, she was very happy. Did they have to use a boat or a rib or something, Victor? Yeah, we had to, uh, there was basket stretchers and stuff. There was a boat product from Kinsale uh, in the event of it, but there was an area that the boat wouldn't have been able to traver- traverse across. So um, she was carried both by jeep and uh, personnel out of the area. Wow, yeah. wow. Now, electric vehicles, there's more of them on the road, 
this is very testing for them. People might think, oh, I, I, I sure I've no exhaust and I've no, no, no fear of the water. Uh, not so much. Yeah, I wouldn't be recommending people driving into unknown depths of water. Um, some of the areas that we were dealing with yesterday were in the process that we had to recover manholes that were after being uh, forced up out of the drainage system due to the pressure of water behind it going down the, obviously, the, the pipe work that in the drainage system. So there are substantial risks by driving into um, deep unknown water. And um, you may be aware that some of the road surfaces in the city were damaged as well due yes. to the, the quantities of water. So road surfaces are damaged, manholes lifting and so on. And then there's the risk of the car failing as well. Like obviously the petrol cars or diesel cars there with the air inlets and so on, you can have significant failures of the engine by water intake there. Yeah. But on the electric vehicles, there may be some safety systems that may kick in as well. But yeah. it's it's more than that. It's more than thinking being electrocuted and so on. No, that's the not, risk is very low. But that yeah. isn't the risk. But it, the problem is that the, the car itself will just fuse like any other electric device would. Well, there, there's always the risk, and then there's the problems of the braking systems and so on, like that as yeah, well. Being yeah. you know okay. overcome by uh, debris and so on. So you don't know what you're driving into. Yeah, you don't. Victor, we're given to understand there's more heavy rain coming Wednesday. So are, is that known to you at this stage? Yeah, we're uh, well, we're on a yellow warning there now for the last number of hours. And again, we're just continually monitoring the, the, the met, air, met air and forecasts and so on. So, you know... If it comes, we have all our preparations in, in plan or in place. And um, again, our cruiser will be ready to respond as required out to these emergencies. As always, and a fine job you do. Thank you very much, Victor Shine, Second Officer, with Cork City Fire Service. Thank you. And to everyone who went out yesterday afternoon to help anybody caught up in a flood or a rain or in any way at all, particularly that woman in Black Ash. Drama situation there. The, 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 the Coast Guard to get her out. But to anybody who went out, be it the fire brigade, the Coast Guard, council workers, water workers, anybody who left their house yesterday afternoon to help out, thank you for what you've done. Uh, I left work at 10 to 6 for 6 o'clock bus 2.15 on the Grand Parade. It was 7.40 when I got home to Black Rock. Hi PJ, nearly every street and road wasn't touched by the flooding last night. I'm living on a hill. All our drives were flooded. All the drains are full of mud and sludge. I was out at the council some time back. They told me they clean them 18 times a year, but this isn't so. The council have to take some of the blame for the flooding last night. It proves the drainage system in the city is not working, says Brian. Oh, I get your point, Brian. The city centre may have drained away grand and water just ran harmlessly into the river from some places. But up on the hills, particularly the north side of the city and any other hilly areas, a lot of those drains were full of sludge and muck and dirt because they're not being cleaned often enough. Thank you, Brian. PJ, there's not enough drainage on the hilly areas and leaves are also a huge problem. Leaves building up in places that used to take this water. And John wants to know, how could a two-car crash on the Kinsale flyover cause a four-hour traffic jam? It's just unbelievable, says John. Yeah, these things happen, John. 0818 96 96 96. Can we just talk? 
The Opinion Live with PJ Coogan. Call us now. 0818 96 96 96. On Quartz 96 FM. A lot of people talking about the drains and the fact that water was just running clean over them in some places. Jerry. Good morning. Right. You're all right, bye. What did you see? We uh, uh, on the hills. Every every the water was just flowing over over the drains. Uh-huh. There's not enough drainage systems on the hill. Like for every every hundred meters, hundred years, there should be a drainage where it should take the water. Whereabouts are you, man? I, I at the moment no, I mean I, I flew out from uh, Cork Airport yesterday. I went to uh, New York, you know. Oh, good, for you. <laughs> good for you, good for you. What hill are we talking about then? Go away, uh, you mister. Fairmere and the Glen. All right, Fairmere and the Glen Hills. The, the right. water that was coming down there is un, was unnatural, like nice. And there, there is a problem with the drainage systems on those hills. Yes, yes, yes. Plus, plus you can fight Mother Nature. Mother Nature can turn within the switch to the second. It's just true, she can. It's just true indeed. Actually, Jerry, where where you are right now, have you ever been there during the rainstorm and seen how cricket, how cricket clears? Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I have. I've been out in uh, Park Lightning and watching it and taking photographs of it, and yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Storms I mean, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely you'll, different Roland. You'll get, you'll get a, 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 it's like a, it's like a flipping monsoon there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then two hours later, it's dry. It's 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 straight and the, the roads and the paths yeah. are dry within the seconds, like absolutely big it's, huge storm drains, and that's what we need up there. You're saying that's what we need is clearer, yeah, more need, wide open drains up the north side. Wide 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 open drains, and um, we need something like we have to have here. Meark is a, an emergency drain system. It's it's like a big canal, and oh, it flows, yeah. all the water from the hills flows down yeah. into this and out into the sea. Listen, I've seen that. I've seen that actually, where they can come along and they literally lift. You know those tiled seafronts; they can literally yeah, yeah. lift like a meter square and gushes away into the sea. It's it's amazing yeah. what they can do. Yeah, you're right. But those drains and they're all blocked up with sludge and muck and dirt and every kind of thing. Uh, Farinry and the Glen. Thank you for that, Jerry. Uh, enjoy your holidays. We're not at all jealous. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 0818969696. Katrina, a very, very rough night for the people you mind. Good morning. 
Good morning, PJ. Yeah, it was a very rough evening, afternoon, and evening and a night for people. And, you know, they had no place to go, no place to turn to, no place to get in, to dry off and stuff like that. So it was particularly rough and tough on all of them yesterday. Were you open over in the centre? Yeah, we were, but we had to go out because they couldn't get to us. Like, you know, it didn't start until kind of most were fed, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So that didn't impact us at all. So we said we'd go out, and we did. And we drove around, and it was just frightful to see people just literally drenched and soaked to the skin, having yeah. just dropped, having to get up and go from where they were taking shelter. Yeah. Where they were living, really, where they were staying. And leave everything behind them, their bags, the whole lot, everything got soaked on them. Every stitch they have destroyed. Yeah, flooded, waterlogged, the whole lot. So they were running to see where they could go for to get any bit of shelter. But they were running, soaking wet. Yeah, yeah. These are people who who spend their time... And as you always said to me, the great lie, there's a bed for everyone who wants one. We we all know there isn't. But these these are people who who have nowhere else and they're drowned soaked to the skin and you wouldn't see an animal out in in, in those conditions yeah. that were there yesterday they came on very quickly suddenly cut everybody out and it turned into be what it was for them yeah. they were bewildered with no place to go and this is where I think we should have an emergency plan that can be activated straight away You've been saying this for years, point, Katrina. Yeah, for you've, years. Been, you've been saying this for years, that at a time, and look, we're coming into the season, we're going to have more days like this. We're going to have more yep. mornings and nights like this. There needs to be somewhere, you're saying, where the homeless can gather and be safe. Katrina, you there? Can you hear Hello? me? There needs yeah, to be I'm some. Here. You're saying there I'm needs here. to be somewhere yeah, we, where the homeless can some- gather. Yes, where they they can go to be safe, to be dry, to be warm. And so that, like a lot of people, just think everybody on the street, you know, have addictions. They don't. The amount of people that are on the street now have jobs and just no place to stay at night because they can't find a place to rent. Two reasons. One is there's no property. And the second one is that anything that they do find is priced way out of the market for them. So that's the situation that we're in at the minute. So it's something that we have to look at. But like solving the problems for people with addictions is another story, but something which we're doing as well. Like you can't have just a plan that fits all. We need to have a proper plan in place that does fit all and that does take everything into consideration. But again, we need an emergency one whereby people, if something happens, for example, if we have another cold, you know, freeze like we did before the beast from the east, this storm, that storm, that we need a place where people that are on the street can go. During the pandemic, we saw people just left to the side of the road and that was pitiful. That broke our hearts to see people just no place to go they could no place to go to toilet no place to wash themselves nothing at all mm. but yesterday could you imagine being soaked to the skin and not being able to have a shower to change your no. clothes to no. have a hot drink you know like a cocoa or a tea or a coffee no. or a soup and can you imagine being left then in those conditions in those clothes with no place no. to turn to no could we not can can't. you imagine the despondency the, the, no. the, the heartbreak the fear you know 
Like, no, could you imagine? Well, would you ask yourself, am I going to die? Am I going to survive? Am I going to freeze to death? Am I going to be soaked to death? Am I going to get ill that I end up in the hospital? No. Sure, it has an impact on everything and your mental health then as well. Yeah. So, but like, we're talking about our fellow human beings. Yeah. We're, we're not talking about, uh, you know, they're not separate to us. They're yeah. the same as us. They're just down on their luck. And if it's down on their luck because they can't find a place to rent, or if they have an addiction, or if they're just homeless and, and you know, looking for some place, or if they're unemployed or whatever, whatever the reason, mm. does it matter? They're human beings. Yeah. We have to. And I, I, I've said it. I wasn't even going to say anything, but I'm going to make one Drive on, girl. Drive effort. on. Floor is yours. Effort. Go on. Do you know, somebody should listen and somebody should say, we can't let this happen like it's inhumane. God almighty, like it, it can't just happen and mm. be left happen again and again and again and have the debts that we do have on the street. We have debts in squats. We have debts in homes. We have people, and, and now with the cost of living on top of all of it, like everything is getting kind of messed up for people. And they're just afraid right, left and centre. And can you blame them? Because it's a game of survival for the people that haven't got the money to sail their way through it. I remember being down with you one day, Katrina, and we were chatting, you and I, just after the new place opened, after the the the, the, the refurb a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember you grabbed my hand in a grip and you said, PJ, you really don't know the half of it. And you didn't mean that in a nasty way. You said no. you really don't. And, I, and I've learned that from you. We haven't yeah. a bloody clue, have we? No. And the thing is, like, people think that they can... that. All of this can be solved just, you know, by flicking your fingers. Like, you can't. You have to sit down. And like the Lord Mayor, Deirdre Ford, was on to me you know, a while ago, and she asked me, what did they need? I said, they need a place to be able to dry off, to not get unwell, to not get sick, to be in out of the cold, to have a change of clothes. Like, can you imagine not having underwear, no. socks? No, Can you... Like, and half of it is, is that people have to come and can you imagine how how low they must be, but then how low they become when they have to come to us to ask us for basic things like socks and jocks and ladies' underwear and, and sanitary products and stuff like that. Like, it's whose job is it to strip them of their dignity? And people may say that they strip themselves. No, they don't. An addiction is an illness. And those that haven't got them, that still have to come to us that are homeless. We have people sleeping in cars that come for food. We have people sleeping outside the city that come in on the bus for to get something to eat and go around town all day and go back and sleep in a place where they think is safe for them. There's too much going on. Way, way, way too much going on to be ignored. And this is where now everybody will make the effort but we need to be led by our government, yeah. don't we? Katrina, can we do anything? I mean, I know they'll be coming into you today now, dripping wet, cold, uh, hungry. Can, can, do you need anything right now? Do you know, like, tents, sleeping bags are always great in this weather because they have to be able to protect themselves and, and, and wrap up and with the sleeping bags and the tents. That'll help. But then when the weather is really bad, you need a certain type of tint, like beyond the pop-up, for it to withstand the rain. I don't know, do they call it two-skin or three-skin or four-skin or something like that, but we've learned that, that sometimes pop-ups are just useless in a situation like what we had yesterday. And they'll, they'll they'll need underwear. 
obviously they'll need socks, you know, stuff like that. Like we, we gave him for Philip pair of boots the other day, he took it off his runners. And if you see, the, he's got a, a, an issue with his feet. No, I don't know if it was dermatitis or eczema or whatever it was. I don't know, but his feet were red run. This was a young fella who was hobbling along the road. Yeah. And like we said to him, we have a pair of, we did, we had a fantastic pair of warm boots, kind of a fur on the inside that somebody had donated and he took them off. Wouldn't be kind of a young fella style to wear, but he was so grateful for them. He yeah. said, you have no idea. He said, the pain I was in, you know, but like know. people, and that's what it is. It's the pain. And if we can do anything to solve it together, Right. We, you know, we'll do it. You know, everybody will do it. Do. Sure. If there's anything on, like your radio station, will go and get behind it and do it and sort it. But we need to let the government know that we're all there. We're ready for to do what we can do, uh, and to do it. But like, it's up to the government to provide places for, the, for, the, for these. Like, okay. What are they? The persecuted? No, they're tortured. The, 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 Their the minds are tortured. Us, they're the most vulnerable among yeah. us. They're the, the most troubled yes, among us. Are. Katrina, darling, yes, I'll are. talk to you again very, very soon. If there's anything Thanks, that people Peter. want to bring in, they can drop it into the centre there, into the penny dinners. You know what she needs. So the people who make these kind of decisions, when, or oh, when, or oh, when, is she going to be made a freeman of the city? When, or oh, when, or oh, when? Michael. Good morning, morning, sir. Down there at Salvage M yesterday, you were you were stuck in the middle of this. The drains. <laughs> um, well, come here. It, it, everything kind of gets put into perspective when when you listen to Katrina Toomey there, doesn't it? And and we kind of say to ourselves, why why do we let it go on so long? Why do we leave it to the last minute? Um, and human beings, uh, you know, as she said herself, people, people, they're 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 persons, they're people, they're our own. And through whatever fault or, or non, non, non-fault or whatever it might be of their own addiction or whatever it is, but they end up uh, in a state that's, that they require help. Yeah. And why do we leave it go so long? Um, we're, we're great to rise to a crisis. We're great to talk about a crisis. We're great to go, yeah, God love us. The, the poor people uh, look at the way they are after this or after that or after whatever happened circumstances. But these circumstances can be can be can be looked after and, and, and dealt with firsthand as opposed to leaving it get to crisis stage. Yeah. And we, we do it every single day, the blasted week we do it. Um, simple things, I, I was coming on here to moan about the, the gutters and the drains and like there, there's simple things that we can do. Yes, yeah. street floods. Yes, water, in, in, when it rains and causes a deluge like it did yesterday, it floods, but for Jesus, like lads, would you, would you, would you take some kind of even steps to make sure that if it does happen that we're ready for it yeah clean the gutters clean the drains yeah. you know if somebody is there and it's and it's flogging rain on top of him and you can see that he's got uh, a, a, a tent a dry tent or whatever it might be put your hand out and say lads come here look is there something you can do for you it's simple things what what do we need to do so that it doesn't get to a crisis stage yeah, yeah. like yeah. I know it's a small it's a small thing PJ and I know like say a gutter overflowing and Having rain falling on top of the windows here and causing rot on the on the on the the, the doors or the, the window frames, we can avoid. I can avoid that. Mm. I can clean my drawers. I can clean the drain. Coming down this morning, I live up in St Luke's, Alexander Road. This morning, there were seventeen drains blocked, mm. and they and they've been that way for almost two years. Really, there's water shores up by me. It's full of gravel and sediment. There's actually <laughs> there's vegetation growing out of it. <laughs> it's like a little bonsai forest, PJ. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm nothing. <laughs> you can ring in. You can say. I know Look, we laugh, guys, but yeah, it's not I know funny. you do. Yeah, but like, what's what's going to happen when there's an elderly neighbour of mine that lives on a, on a corner where the water floods down? Uh, the drain before and after his house is blocked, mm. and there's a high possibility that water will flood in his back door and possibly his front door. And the man in his seventy, what what what, do, what does he do when? It gets to the stage where he's stopping up, you know, no wetties, nothing like that. His, his floors, carpets, furniture, all those things that he has are completely sodden. Where did he go? What did he do? Yeah. No, I remember back in 2009, in November 2009, I remember going down to the middle parish there. Yes. And people bringing me into their homes uh, where the water had come up a foot and a half, two foot on the wall, and you just stand there and you go, you poor, poor people. There's no words for that. There, there, there is, well, there actually is words for that. Um, where, why weren't the drains? Why wasn't there adequate um, passage for water to go? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, let, let's be honest about it. Historically, Middle Parish, <laughs> Cork is built on a, on a, a big, big Cork is an island. Yep. Water levels rise and water levels uh, rescind. Rain falls here. We're a small little island off the coast of another island off the coast of Europe. We're Ireland. It lashes rain here for a long, long time. Rain, wind and a tide all at the one time, we're in trouble. That's just a fact. Exactly. But we know that. Yeah. We've known that since development has been happening here. We've known that since uh, a building has been raised or or something has been lowered or the flood defence has been put in place or whatever, whatever it might be. So it's a simple little basic things like making sure that our drains and our things, our, our, our shores are, are, are empty, clear, yeah. to take the, the, the excess. Yeah. It's a bit like, yes, all those plans for all these wonderful, wonderful transport schemes down the line, they're magnificent, they're fantastic, they're great. But lads, before you can wa- run, before you can walk, would you ever tie your flipping shoelaces first? You know... Tony, the subject of conversation this morning, Michael, would you agree with me? When when I was younger, certainly, and I don't know whether you're younger or older than me, if we had a weather warning like this, you'd have had fellas out in the old, in older times, shall we say, when there was more of a council staff. Now it's all departments and there's very little actual staff. You'd have had fellas out there on Saturday, on overtime, clearing those drains in, in readiness. Well, fu- funny thing you should say that. I have, I'd say, a handful of guys that I know here. Uh, one, one or two now would be good friends of mine. And they work in silence in, in, in the city council. And I meet them every second or third day. Uh, one, one of the lads, his young fella, comes in here on a Saturday to give me a hand. And we have a coffee and we have a chat. And he's out here every single morning and he works Saturdays too. Yeah. And he makes sure that on his beat, on his thing, his, that every single little bit of dirt and muck, whatever is in front of him, as he brings his, his, uh, his trolley along with him, he does his job. Mm. And he's out there doing his job. Yeah. And there are people that are willing to go out and doing a job. But there's not enough oil, of them. Oil, there's not enough of them. Oil skins, wellies. Yeah. Yes, there was a time, as you said, you'd see lads, historically see lads in, in luminous jackets out there, and they dig in ditches out and with shovels and picks. Yeah. Because it had to be done, because if it wasn't, the road would flood, and you couldn't pass. Yes. Yeah, we need to go. We we need to go back to those old. We have look. The main drainage is an awful lot better, and roads clean are clear an awful lot better. But the drains. I'm getting call after call, message after message, Michael, about the drains yesterday. The drains were clearly blocked up and backed up, and that caused an awful lot of what we what we were dealing with. It's, 
if it's happening above in in the middle of Alexander Road in St. Luke, Luke's, sorry, which is about halfway up to the barracks, um, when their Irish water have been on notice, they've been given multiple calls. There's a, there's a, a fire hydrant, and there, there, there's a few other places where where water is constantly dribbling down and it's pooling. Yeah. And in the winter time, it's freezing. And to try and turn there off Victoria Terrace on Alexander Road in a car, if you didn't know what you were doing, you'd go sliding and sliding down Alexander Road, which I can highly recommend is not is not a good thing to do. I wouldn't suggest it is either. No, no, no. no. But like it's, it's there, we know about it, but no one is doing anything about it. Lad, you've been told about this. Yeah. But to come out and fix the damn thing for yeah. God's sake, so we won't have to worry about it. It shouldn't be breaking news to anybody in City Hall that there are blockages all over the city. Michael, thank you very much, Michael Wall of Salvage Salvagem, just down a road from here on McCourtney Street. Thanks. We seem to have had us now. Look, when I was talking to David Joyce, I asked him about the drains. Were the drains at us in a state of readiness? And I guess David can only answer for the drains of which he's in charge and the drainage system of which he has charge. But clearly, north side, south side, everywhere, uh, we had a real problem with drains. Corks 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.